Welcome to the 61st episode of the NL Feast Podcast, your favorite podcast about your favorite division in baseball. My name is Sam Clark, and with me as always, the pickup to my basketball, Brandon Grove. It's all about you, man. It's all like what's going on in your life, huh? It's it is about a little me, bit. man. I, I, I did hear that you played a pickup basketball game before. How did it go? It went well. It was so... Yeah, I played a pickup basketball game knowing full well that we had a podcast, and I just had to graciously be like, I'm not going to make the normal time. We're going to have to probably push it back an hour. I hope that's okay. And you were very understanding. You want your boy to be totally healthy. I appreciate fine, that. I Yes, uh, I, I need that heart pumping blood, all right? Or yes, else we can't the, do the podcast if that heart ain't pumping blood. Listen, if I die, podcast is over, dude. I'm sorry. That's just the way it works. You I'll can't have to do an this. impression of you the whole time. I'll have to, I'll have to Norman Bates the podcast. So, something It'll tells me if you Norman Bates the podcast, we'd somehow get more successful. <laughs> It'd be such a niche <laughs> shtick that we would be like, we have to tune in to the r- insane ramblings of a, of a previously Yeah, deceased. it's about baseball vaguely, but he's also losing his marbles uh, <laughs> in real he keeps time. Introducing, or introducing himself. It's very silly. Um, yes, play pickup basketball. First time since probably September of last year so really shaking off the rust i feel great now and i felt great in it pretty confident i'm gonna feel like garbage tomorrow pretty confident i'm gonna Mm. have like softball is one thing running around playing basketball whole different monster whole different monster but everybody was really bad we were all really bad oh you played with friends you didn't play with strangers no i played with friends we have a we have a group chat of dudes who want to who would be like interested in playing pickup basketball playing pickup basketball it's worse it's not bros it's a bunch of dorks playing pickup basketball so we were like (laughs) artists and creative people exactly yeah so it's like a, a us looking like fools uh, there's a couple of us still had a still had some natural talent, but the rest of us were just like bricking everything, missing everything. Um, but yeah, we played we played well. We won both games. That's all that matters. Um, we went size over speed, and it seemed to work this time. So uh, yeah, dude, it was fun. It was really fun. I'm really excited to keep getting this ball rolling. I need to get it's you know it's good for you to get a little get that heart rate uh, up a little bit. You know, get the, absolutely, the blood absolutely. People forget that nowadays. We're very uh, uh, sedentary creatures. Ain't that the truth, Brandon? Ain't, ain't that the, the truth? Ain't that the truth? How's uh, uh, how's your athletic pursuits going? Any softball stories to to throw down? So I I'm still in Tennessee. I'm visiting oh, the folks. Right. So I'm going back on Saturday. But we do have a game. I found out through Uh-oh. the grapevine of other people that are on my team mm-hmm. that apparently my softball team won and uh, won thirty one to two. What last Sunday? Are you serious? 31 yes. to 2? 31 to 2. And as you know, we're not the best softball team. We're fine. No. We're average. Okay. I don't know. Um, apparently, the team they played had... One person told me they had elderly people. Another person told me they had a 10-year-old playing. Whoa. And they said the second baseman was wearing jeans. Were so they doing Benjamin Button tricks the whole time? They could. <laughs> oh, they could have been. They could have been. they're 80. I'd... Now they're 10. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. The, a full nine-inning game. They aged a full yeah. lifetime. <laughs> a decade um, every, every inning. <laughs> yeah. So I was told the second baseman's wearing jeans, which I think is all you need to know about That's a good why indication. my team won 31 to 2. But also I feel... Weird, because I'm like, oh, is it me? Am I the problem? Is that mm, why we're losing? You know? Great point, Brandon. It could all be your fault, for all we know. It could be you're the bad juju of the softball team. Who's the don't say? say something anti-Semitic towards me? <laughs> <sir>. <laughs> okay, get out of here, juju. Get out of here. Get out of here. I uh, I think that the funniest part about that story is that there is somehow somebody that takes softball less seriously than us. <laughs> There's people out there yes. that are willing to wear jeans and throw away any semblance of uh of pride. I guess I like what. Why do you continue to play if you're getting that beat one week you're presumably getting that beat 
a lot of weeks, right? Like you throw in the towel. I guess you're yes. there for a good time at that point. I actually I had to investigate this team further, so I looked okay. at our league standings. They have forfeited every every game but two, and the two games Whoa. they didn't was our game thirty one to two, and the, another one that was like twenty three to five. So they're no showing. They're either no showing or just shows up forfeited because they they were losing forty to oh, one. Oh, that's so true. So yeah, to kind of save them a little. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, save their pride a little bit. That's really interesting. Also, if it was all seniors or all children, the children should go play little league. The seniors, there's got to be a 65 plus league, right? There is in this league. In this, yeah. In this. Uh, so what are they doing? League? I don't know. They just like getting their ass kicked, I guess, Brandon. Oh, they're that's their their kink. They're yeah, they're like masochists. They <laughs> yes, like the pain. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Interesting. Interesting. Our softball team. We're four and one, Brandon. We're you, four you're and still one. playing right now. Yes, we have. Three more games, two of which I'll be able to attend, one of which is this upcoming Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been playing a lot of first base. That's okay. been pretty fun, playing a lot That's of first good. base. You're a tall boy. I'm a tall boy. I can, I'm better at catching than I am throwing, which is a you know an attribute that a, a first baseman should have. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going well. I just can't believe the season's almost already over. We have three more games. It feels like you we just got started. play another season. It's, uh, it's not winter in New York yet. It's far from it. That's what I'm saying. You'd imagine that it would go through August, right? Or September. Yeah. August is one of the hottest months. Maybe able, even be able to do an early October. What if I, Brandon, combine this and start playing pickup basketball leagues? Oh, what do you enjoy more? What do you enjoy? Are you more of a pickup basketball fan or do you like the organized big team I softball? Think, I like organized big team softball, but I think if I had a gun to my head and was like, if you had to do one of these every week, which would you do? I would pick basketball one because it's it's almost the same amount of fun. Like softball is a little more chill. You know, you can just kind of like crack jokes with your coworkers. We hang out afterwards. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. Um, but basketball is all all blood and glory. And uh, I need to get my heart rate pumping, like I was mentioning earlier. I, yeah. Uh, the big three. Oh, so I think I, I kind of want to, I'd probably pick the one that requires more athletic uh, ability or at least effort. Was that one of your, uh, I don't know if, if people do this, was that one of your 30-year resolutions? Was it, Oh, interesting. I didn't even think about that. Was Should it I have to, done? to start, I don't know, exercising more, doing more pickup basketball? I think that it just happened to coincide with my birthday. It's also the nice weather now. I mean, we, we probably could have sure. started last month, but... Everybody's been so busy recently. I think that, uh, and also you just need to get everybody out once. And then once everybody's out, they're like, okay, I'll do it again. Why not? Like once you get the blood pumping and you get the people, get the people a little bit more uh, used to going out there. That makes a big difference. I, uh, I didn't really think about 30 year resolutions. I guess, I guess being healthier is one. Mm -hmm. And I say that as somebody who did just play pickup basketball and then eat an entire turkey and cheese hero and i got home (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't ham it wasn't ham it was yeah it was it was uh white meat it was uh not dark meat it was chicken it was bird or turkey it was bird it was bird (laughs) it was bird all birds are the same brandon i eat birds pigeons you better watch out central park pigeons the best part about the fire escape is when i'm ever i'm hungry i could just stick my arm out and grab a (laughs) snack (laughs) oh that's good i like that Um, but yeah I, i was thinking about getting a stationary bike have i talked about this on the podcast oh yeah have I? No, you haven't, but I like okay. it. I was saying, oh, yeah, like I'm into it. We have an HSA account. Do you have an HSA account at work? Oh, it's the. I think that's offered to me, but I said, no, nah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. They contribute a certain amount of money to our HSA accounts every year. Uh, and I don't know if it piles over into the next financial year, whatever that's called, fiscal year, um, mm-hmm. or if it's use it by the full year or not. This but there's is a an health alo- insurance podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's an allotted amount of money. And I went to my primary care physician already this year and they said, you're fine for another year. So I don't really have to spend it on that. 
I've gotten a couple prescriptions filled that I've used the HSA account, but I was I have enough money that I could buy a decent stationary bike that'll fold up and we have our own space now. So I was thinking about doing that. What do you think? You're thinking not fancy one. You're not doing Peloton. You're doing... No, you're I'm doing, doing entry level. Entry level. Entry step. level because it's got to fold. Miranda's very against the idea, understandably, of a stationary bike just being visible in our small yeah. living room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's got to fold and go into the closet or at least a corner where it's it's much less intrusive. Um, so once that's done, Brandon, we're good to go. I think we're good to go. I, I, I look forward to my mornings on the stationary bike for the first. I think it'll also be really good for winter. I think it'll be like when that's you're trying to not idea. walk and you're sure. so get in the habit of waking up 30 minutes earlier and just kind of like trudging along and then just you know. just think I, I mean when i go back i'm planning on joining a gym actually oh so, i didn't know that yeah we have a mutual friend who's at a gym and he's like oh it costs 10 bucks a month and it's pretty nice and i'm like i'm in is his name start with an m no wow is he still gymming all the time i don't know okay we'll have to ask he's dead because <laughs> he wasn't he wasn't doing he wasn't doing a gym and, and stationary bike oh um, god no he's doing fine news. but uh but yeah so we have a mutual friend who uh goes to a gym that's that's ten dollars a month and i'm like i'm in so pretty Where soon. Where is this gym? Is it in Deep Van Nuys or something? Or no, like it's in Burbank, East LA. Wow, really? Yeah, Ten dollars? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was spoiled. My my uh, apartment complex in LA had a gym. It was a bad gym, but it had a gym. So it I did was, have a gym. Yes, I yes, used that I a little bit. I forgot about um, your apartment complex. Brandon, have we goofed off enough? It's been ten full minutes of goofing. Wow. We're catching up, and people are listening to us catching up. I know. We're kind of spoiled in that way. We make $20 every four months by playing catch up with yes. each other an hour. Are week. you people masochists? You people that are listening are the masochists. I think they're definitely masochists. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, I had a great birthday party. I forgot to talk about this a little I bit. I know. Yes. We talked yeah. about it before, but but yes. How was your birthday I'll party? I'll touch on it a little bit. We, uh, my One of my best friends, Christopher, had a projector put on his rooftop, and cool. we all like hung out and screened Alien, the movie Alien. Um, and then just went down and watched the basketball game and chilled and hung out at the, uh, at the apartment. It was a really great time. And there was a video compilation, Brandon, mm-hmm. where my, this. my lovely girlfriend went around and compiled 30 second clips of all my closest friends and family to say nice things to me. And I cried a little bit, Brandon. Did uh, you cry at <laughs> mine? Cause I, I had cried. one in there. I Probably sobbed not. at yours. Everybody else dry, <laughs> dry, dry parents, as a desert <laughs> parents. Yeah. There's nothing going on there. Um, Miranda got my cat to make one too, which was very cute. Um, that's cute, but it was great. It, how long do you think it was, was in the, in the end? Some how people long? went over, some people went under, um, I'd see you probably got a good 15 minutes out of it. Yeah. It was 1830. Wow. I did. My, mine was 30 seconds. <laughs> yours was that. I mean, that's what was asked of you. That was what was asked. I, yeah. I did the assignment like yeah. a good boy. Well, listen, you are a good boy, Brandon, and you know what good boys do. They talk baseball. Baseball. Wait, is there anything else this week that you wanted to talk about? I feel like All I have dig- to say is in your video, what was I doing in your video? I was wearing a Marlins jersey. A Marlins jersey. My Not dad just- was gifted a Marlins jersey when he worked in Miami a few years ago, and I put it on for your video because I had to do it. It was great. It was really sweet. Also, not just any Marlins jersey, but the old orange and black Marlins jerseys. The, yes, the Carlos Zambrano, Jose yeah. Reyes era yes. jerseys. Uh, those are those are something else. I got one of them floating around here somewhere. I, it's a jersey, though. It's a jersey. It's not a, an actual jersey. Mm, um, gotcha. But yeah, wait. So last call. Anything else you did? You were at home in, in Tennessee. No, You're hanging? I'm straight chilling. I'm going to join a $10 gym when I get back. That's it. I love that. I love that. Are you, uh, have you watched any movies or anything while you've been home? Uh, oh my God. Have I watched movies? No, I, I caught up. I watched Somebody Feed Phil. I've been watching that because oh, my parents yeah. are into it. Dude, my parents love Somebody Feed Phil. That's insane. They also show it's me a, that It's show. a parent show. It's a parent show. Do you think it's uh, Everybody Loves Raymond crossover? Did your parents like Everybody Loves Raymond? 
They did. They, yeah, they definitely did watch that. I think they're yeah. more. I guess Seinfeld's a little earlier, but yeah, I think they were more Seinfeld. But yes, they do like. You know what the rumor well. is with that show? What? That Netflix wanted him to agree to show run a very expensive sitcom, and the only way that he would do it is if they gave him a secondary show where he could go and travel around the world and eat a bunch of great food on their budget. <laughs> really? That's I heard a little inside a little so inside Hollywood like, about that. Phil was like, "You can stream this on Netflix if." Or it was like Netflix looked around and was like, hey, if we give them this, what's well, the budget on a show like that? I'm sure it's very, t- Pretty, very small. Just the, travel, the, yeah. For- yeah, get in his good graces. Uh, maybe he'll maybe he'll want to do something with us wow. in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like Brandon, this rumor. this Hollywood place, it's a little crazy. <laughs> Hollywood, the big city lights, they blind <laughs> me sometimes. The big orange. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you got to start calling L.A. the big avocado. What do you think of that? The big cod. The big cotto. The big cotto. Uh, I like that's that. Good. Write that Dude, down. Dodger man. Stadium has a giant Haas avocado come up to center feel like the <laughs> Mets have when someone hits a home run. That's very funny. We got to pitch these ideas, Brandon. We got to pitch that. Mayor Gersetti? Gersetti? Gersetti. Uh, Gersetti, yeah. Gersetti. Yeah. Get him he's, on the phone. He's on his way out, though. Yeah, he's not. He, we just got a new one. We got a former cop. Have you heard about this guy? Oh, we know. Of course. Eric Mr. Adams. Adams. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Not a big mm. fan, Brandon. Does he like baseball? He something tells me he says he would, but he doesn't. Yes, he definitely has a hat that's half Yankees, half Mets. Yeah, just to absolutely, be like, he has right? that hat. <laughs> absolutely, he has that hat. All right, Brandon. It's been 15 minutes of goobin, goobin around. Now goobin I think it's around. time we move on. We got a lot to get to, Brandon. We have to talk about the Phillies walking off the Marlins not once but twice. The Braves are. The hottest team in baseball right now with 14 consecutive wins going into their series against the Cubs. Have the Mets started to finally cool down? And then we have our normal segments, our Feast or Fam Instagram of the Week, Feast Fan Questions, Upcoming Schedule, and maybe Feature Future Fans. But Brandon, before we do that, we're back, baby. Here's some ads. Today's episode of NL Feast is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org, not .com, not .gov, you know, .org, or open Instagram and type in at S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K. Spelled like sports drink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. And we're back, Brandon. Oh, boy. We're talking Marlins. We're talking Phillies. It's been, frankly, an exhausting week of baseball for Marlins fans, and I'm sure a week of elation for Phillies fans as they're cruising to a 10-1 to victory over the Nationals, I think, currently, as we're recording this podcast on Thursday night. Um, Brandon, my heart was broken, not once, but twice, not by one man, but two men, very similar fashion. We had a walk-off on one or Monday and a walk-off on Wednesday, both following very good pitching performances for Marlins starters and the bats just weren't able to get it done. Marlins able to score 11 runs in the second game of the series, but only one run in the third game. And I think only one run in the first game, pretty disappointing start. Pretty disappointing place, especially after coming off a series win against the Astros, which seemed to be uh, to be going in uh, in the Marlins' favor. But 
Yeah, man. What's your uh, What's your opinion? Is this the nail in the coffin? We talked last week about how the Marlins needed to at least win one of these series, if not both, especially against a division rival like that, um, if they wanted to start coming back in a series contention. But are they just the 18th best team in baseball for the rest of the season? I don't know. See, the thing is, the Saint, the things that we were chirping about, the Marlins needed to fill yes. in the bullpen in the center field mm-hmm. keep coming back to bite him in the arse. I know. And I know the Scott pickup and the Cole Solster pickup Pretty yes. good, but yes. they've not really been hasn't been as fruitful as you would have hoped, no. right? Because it seemed like the Marlins fans, correct me if I'm wrong, were very like, "Oh, we found some gems here that were it kind of felt like that initially." It, it felt, felt like, like that, that initially. initially. Anthony Bass has been pitching pretty well. We talked about that last week. We did a little trivia action, last a little week. trivia last week. But uh, yeah, like you said, blows a ninth inning lead uh, with Hoskins. Ugh, I don't know. It's it's upsetting, but I mean, the Marlins have not even played the Mets yet. They haven't even played the Mets yet. They start this weekend, but like they've not even played the Mets yet. So What's up plenty with that? of time. What's up that with that? schedule's why? terrible. Why why have the Mets already finished their season series against the Diamondbacks and Giants and the Marlins have finished theirs against the Diamondbacks too and they haven't even played each other yet? Insane. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. But um but yeah, they haven't even played the Mets yet. So and also I don't, what do you think about this? We didn't talk about this in the rundown, but or put this in the rundown. But Peter Gammon said today that the Marlins are pushing hard for Ramon Soriano. How do you feel this about this? He, he hasn't isn't having the best season. Obviously, he has the uh, the steroid history. Yes. But but what do you think about that? I mean, that is a player that that we were clamoring for for sure. You for started that rumor. I started the rumor. You should really give yourself more credit. Because I really did start that rumor. You looked at the landscape and you said, "I think there's somebody that isn't being identified as a trade target for the Marlins. Mm-hmm. Let's see what they could do." Sure enough, a couple weeks later, people start citing their sources. We know who the source is. It's Brandon. Brandon Gross. So, uh, anyways, though, go bouncing back to your first question, or your only question, I suppose. Ramon Laureano, does he fix what the Marlins need right now? And I think that it can both be true that he would improve the team, but not enough for us to be not enough for us to be even contenders in our own division, let alone some a deep playoff run. I think that he would obviously improve center field defense, even though he's played a a pretty large amount of right field now that Christian Pache has been playing in uh, Mm -hmm. in Oakland a lot. Pache, a primary center fielder. and Loriano, yeah, he's not hitting a lot. I think the best thing I liked out of Loriano was him screaming, wake the fuck up in the dugout this week. Did you yeah, see that? Yeah, and they came back and won. And then they the came game. back and won. So I think a little energy like that would, would do this Marlins team really well. But no, man, sure. what it comes down to is is late innings. The Marlins just can't eat up 8-9. and mm-hmm. nine. They get eaten up in 8-9. and nine. I think they've blown 9 saves, 10 saves. That's an astonishing oh, amount. Even brutal. if half those games are, are flipped, like... You know, know, that's that's a significant difference in the season. And you forget this. You can get really excited about the young pieces going into uh, into the beginning of the year. And then remember that they neglected the bullpen. They thought Anthony Bender would be something he's not. They thought Anthony Bass would be something. He has been something. He's been a really great guy to throw in the sixth, seventh, sometimes the eighth. He pitched the eighth on Wednesday um, and, and pitched it well. No one runs, obviously. Uh, but yeah, we don't have that ninth inning guy. And we've talked about this before on the podcast, but Mattingly really loves to just lean heavily on one dude. Um, and we don't have that dude right now. We've tried Cole Solcer. We tried Tanner Scott. This is his first blown save, uh, in five opportunities, I think, but he's still, you know, that's not great. Um, and I mean, who, uh, Okert's been out there. Uh, Blyer's not pitching anywhere past the sixth now, it feels like. Um, Bender obviously tried for a while. Yeah, dude, it's just we we didn't have the guy in the system, and now we really don't. I'm still kind of holding on strong. Sixto's pitching from an elevated mound or 90 feet away, whatever bullshit. <laughs> if he can come back at the end of July, I, this is incredibly optimistic. I can't imagine we see him pitch this season, but 
really optimistically if him and DeGrom come back around the same time. I would I would like to see him get some ninth inning action. He's got ice in his veins and he and he's got wicked movement and wicked speed. Like it could be really interesting. Uh, the Marlins um, change up the infamous Marlins change up. He's still got in his back pocket. So I don't know, man. I really don't know. I I guess circling back though on your initial question, Loriano. Yeah, I mean, what do we give up if we don't give up anything big? I don't give a shit. Yeah, throw him out there, move Jesus Sanchez to right field, get Abby Garcia, who's uh, had some hand issues recently, get him some rest. Um, but yeah, I, I would much, much rather spend on the bullpen sure. than I would on any other. Yeah. I mean, team. I think you can do both, I guess. I, and I wonder if the thinking that Kim Ang had was, Oh, we're not going to be it, paying as much of a premium. If we get a play, I know Loriano's under control for a few years, but if you get like a relief pitcher that maybe is, maybe is under control into the next season or just the second half of the year, you know, maybe you're not going to be paying as much of a premium. So maybe yeah. that's what the thinking was. They're like, Oh, we're going to see if we can, Tread water, not a good thinking. That's never a good thing. Yeah, but if they can tread water until the trade deadline, and then maybe try to scoop someone up for not necessarily a Max Meyer level prospect. It seems weird at this time, though. Like, like we're it seems weird by a, and this is an exact. We probably have what by Fangraphs guess a fifteen percent chance of making it to the playoffs. That's optimistic. Like this season is by all intents and purposes a little over already, especially with how good the Mets have been, how good the Braves have been. The Phillies seem to have at least righted the ship a little bit. They had the, the great week after Girardi was fired and, and have kind of been bouncing back and forth between really good and really bad in the last week or so. Um, yeah, I just feel like it's too little too late. What are we going to do? That's going to really change the change the tide for this team. And I mean, I hate, I guess it's mid June now. It's not, it's not like it's a bad time to start kind of evaluating the success of the season, but like, mm-hmm. I, I think that if I had a gun to my head, I would expect us to be sellers of the deadline. If I had a gun to my head, who's getting sold? That's a whole different story. I know we, we've answered some fan questions about that in the past, whether we think Pablo Lopez is around for, for a while or if he's not. Um, it, I mean, if we push the ball down the hill a little bit more, what is that? Kick the ball down the road? What's the saying? Kick the can uh, down the road. Kick the can. can. Yeah, kick the, kick the can down the road a little bit more. Then uh, whatever. That's fine. Don't sell. Maybe buy a little. Um, at the deadline, you know, just kind of a piece here and there that maybe can help this season and next. Don't sell Pablo. Obviously, Sandy's not going anywhere. Jazz isn't going anywhere. But, I mean, yeah, I think that's it. I think if we do see a move, it could be Aguilar. I think Aguilar could be sold. Sure, Leo yeah. and Diaz gets called back up. Garrett There's Cooper's... a surplus at first base for the fish yes, right now. Yes, absolutely. Especially in the – we got a guy knocking on the door in the minors that's ready to come up in Leo and Diaz. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think that could be a move that goes – he goes to a contender. Who needs a first baseman that, like, hits – Lefties, well, the Yankees, uh, Rizzo, platoon with Rizzo. Probably it has to be someone who's like, oh, DH. That's DH yeah, City. True, all over true. It. Which eliminates the Yankees, obviously. Yeah, I don't um, think. Go- also, we're not going to trade in our division. I don't know. It's it's an interesting. It's got to be somebody that also thinks it makes it. Well, you'll see. I mean, obviously the. Br- you know, we're going to get to it, but like the Phillies and Braves had tremendous runs. Braves still going their run. Um, and they kind of put themselves right back in the conversation for the division and not, yes. you know, you can't expect the team to do that because those are rare feats during the season. Mm-hmm. But it's like the Marlins are playing the Mets for the first time in uh, this weekend series. Like who says, you know, Sandy's pitching on Sunday, maybe yeah. Pablo's pitching uh, tomorrow. tomorrow. Who says they can't, you know, at least win the series in Mets and then at least get some, you know, juju going for them. So TBD, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get totally down yet. Let's see after they play the Mets for a few series and get into July yeah. in the All-Star break. I think that's really the time to evaluate. I like watching the Marlins and Phillies play, though, by the way, because yeah. <laughs> there are two teams that like have... Obviously, the Phillies have the power, but they are two teams that have similar weaknesses. Yeah, yeah. So just watching the Phillies like 
uh, Corey Kniebel uh, who's bullpen implode, can, yeah, who's bullpen <laughs> implode against, first, yeah. against the fish. I think that was in game two of your, of the series. Yes. Yes. Um, that was a, a hysterical bottom of the ninth. I don't know. Or top of the ninth. JT Real Muto dropping a pop know, up. Dude. And also, you know, we're talking shit on the Phillies, but they had an amazing week plus. Yeah. Post, post and they uh, scored nine Jordan. runs that game. It's not yeah. like they, it's not like they're extremely clutch. Um, kind of amazing offense and, and kind of the formula that they were hoping for. Yes. But then that formula that is built into that equation of the defense totally <laughs> destroyed them for a game. And I think that I shows why they're going to be probably operating still below the Mets and Braves, I believe. Although they'll hang around. I think they'll hang around. You know, Braves They'll make are, it interesting. They're not going to collapse. It's funny you say it because the Braves are red hot right now. As we move right along, the Braves have won 12 in a or 14 in a row, excuse me, and they're going up. Against the Chicago Cubs team that's been pretty bad pretty, recently. Pretty bad. Pretty, ten pretty in a row. Bad. You wrote nine ten in a row. I think it's, it's ten in a row. Is it ten now. as of today? Okay, I was reading articles from yesterday, so I wouldn't be surprised. Um, no Seiya Suzuki, who's been a lot of fun for the Cubs. Talk about sellers. They have a catcher, I think, that could be gone by the end of the deadline. The uh, um, the Mets broadcast for tonight's game, actually, on SMY, they were saying that the, the Cubs in this losing streak, they've been outscored 90-28. to 28. Oh. Jeez. And uh, Frank Schwindel, the the yeah. uh, the uh, let's third baseman, third baseman yeah. for the Cubs. No, Patrick he, Wisdom plays third base. I don't know where Schwindel plays first. He's first base then. He's first base. Yeah. Um, he's pitched. I think they said he's pitched more than he's played innings in the field. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. Yeah. Oh, Cubbies! It's so sad to see the Cubs beat. I know. Back. I mean, the the Braves. Like they have not, and this is not to downplay their win streak because the win streak is awesome, and mm-hmm. they've crushed it. Michael Harris has been a huge star during during this uh, this streak, but they played no teams above a 500 record, and they destroyed them, and which is great because it shows what they can do, and you they're need doing to be exactly able to do what yeah. you need to do. Yeah. Um, but my God, the luck of them running into that team and then running to a Cubs team that's lost ten in a row now. I know after that they're playing, I think Giants the Giants and Dodgers and, Dodgers and yeah. Phillies. So it'll get a little tougher for them, but they can easily win 17 in a row <laughs> after yeah. the Cubs. Easily, and I think. It's wild, too, because with this 14-game win streak, they're still four and a half games back in the division, right? Isn't that what it is? Yeah. I mean, the Mets went eight and six, which is respectable. They played some tough teams. Yeah, for sure. They no, went eight is... and six over their 14-game stretch, and they lost six games in the standings. It's insane. Crazy. Yeah, four games. Four games. God, the Marlins are 11 and a half games back. How, how far do you think the uh, Nationals are in the division? Are they at like 19 games back 18 and a half, dude. 18 and a half. (laughs) They're 11 and 22 at home. Dude, they are. I I remember now, because at the beginning of the season, we made our predictions on on the standings, and I was not as tough on the Nats as I thought, because I thought they had some good young young blood in there. I thought Ruiz might step up. Um, Gray. Gray, yeah, Soto, they had some young guys that would like surprise us. Josh and I think I had them win seventy games, and I was like, "Oh, that's a hundred percent not going to That's already off the table. That's Barring, already off the table, right? Like a seismic turnaround. God, oh, dude, yeah, that's pretty bad. There, Keeper Ruiz has been good for them, though. I mean, I know we're talking Braves yes. right now, but Keeper Ruiz yeah. has been. I think he's got like a seven hundred OPS, and as a catcher, that's not bad at all. Um, the bad news coming out of Atlanta, though, Ozzy Albie's kind of a freak little injury in the batter's so box. Weird. Yeah, broke his foot. Got successful surgery as of today and is still expected back this season, but that's a pretty substantial loss in that that uh, top of the Braves. Now lineup. this makes me think, think. We were talking softball at the top of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you and I can easily do this. If he, if Ozzy Albie's professional athlete, I know he's swinging probably harder than we are. Yes, and he's more muscles, a, more muscles. But my man, if he can do that, just swinging at a pitch normally, it's like we can yeah. probably break every bone in our body doing. This. I am perpetually worried about this. I am like. 
playing pickup basketball today, not to draw back on that, but I was like, I could tear an ACL no problem. We have a buddy who's a year older than us who's torn both his ACLs and both knees uh, playing pickup basketball. And I'm just horrified of that. Yeah. And I mean, thankfully, I've got health insurance. I'm lucky enough that if something like that were to happen, it wouldn't like I wouldn't drown in $60,000 in medical debt. But like. Yeah, that's a scary thing. I know. I was thinking that too. We're 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 in a let's retire soon. Also, Albie's is younger than both of us, so presumably more healthy, right? Isn't he like twenty six? Uh, yeah, I think so. He's definitely younger. Yeah, he is. Are you ready for it? Any guess? Yeah. Official guess? He's twenty six. Twenty four. Twenty five. Twenty five. January seventh, nineteen ninety seven. So he was born just in time to watch the Marlins win the World Series. Let's go, Ozzy. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's. I don't really know who they bounce around in the middle of the infield now. I mean, Swanson's been. You saw Swanson's in like the top five, uh, like war of any starting uh, shortstop. I know we have to get our friend uh, Dylan Short from uh, Golden oh, Square yeah. on because he oh, hates yeah. Dansby. I know or Bartlesby an, Bigsby. He's me. an yeah anti Blonsby Bloonspin. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's kind of insane, but I mean, yeah, I don't know what the, I don't know what the plan is now for for the Braves. I guess they have um, Arcia, right? So maybe Arcia, Arcia will be yeah, yeah, playing a bit there. Yeah. Um, we'll figure troubling. it out. We'll see. We got to watch troubling, the Braves, but hey, they picked. A, it's already been what three games since that happened, and they, they're has still winning. Already, that's true. They're still winning, so that's a good sign. Brandon, uh, in New York, though, you said it yourself: eight and six in the last fourteen games. While the Braves were running on that mean streak, they they beat the Angels, an Angels team that is maybe in one of the worst spots a team's been, at least this season. Uh, I think they lost they lost 14 in a row. Is that what it was? I think they lost 14 in yeah, a row. Yeah, they pulled an anti-Braves. And then there was Joe dark Madden, Braves. Hold on, the oh, Joe Madden dude, Mohawk yeah. story. Yeah, we're we're texting about this. Yeah. My man, Take it away. My man gets Joe Madden, former, now former Angels manager, he gets a mohawk to sort of like be like, hey guys, let's keep it light in the clubhouse. Yeah, let's have fun. And he gets in, in perfect The Office fashion. Yes. <laughs> Our man gets fired the day he gets the mohawk and the team never saw it. So he's sitting in, in, a, <laughs> in, a, was it Maniason, I think is the GM of, of the Angels, in him and Artie Moreno's office. Yeah. Just uh, getting with spikes. a sixty-year-old man with a mohawk, <laughs> looking like a Tony Hawk pro skater created player. <laughs> Do you think really... he shaved it all the way, or you think he kept kept the mohawk? That's a great question. I guess we haven't heard from him since, right? Though, how else would this story have gotten out? I guess somebody from the A's front office could have said something. Yeah, I think it was it, at the. Uh, I think it was the Apple TV broadcast last Friday revealed the story. Wow. Shout out to Apple TV. I know this isn't baseball related, but you saw Apple TV bought all of the rights for major league soccer for the next I did. And I know there's some grumblings. That means that maybe there uh, won't be any blackouts. There any... aren't. Yeah, there yes. aren't blackouts. And if your team is playing on a nationally televised game, you can choose whether you want to hear your home broadcast or the national TV broadcast. Make it happen. Make They're it happen. They're doing everything. And if you have season tickets for any team in the league, you automatically get a free subscription to for the MLS pass this or whatever it is. affecting 40 people. We need to make it, make, <laughs> no, don't let make it happen for Major League Baseball and, and football. Come on. Yes, I, I went to uh, an MLS game last year, a Red Bulls game. They were playing mm-hmm. in Jersey. It's, it it is fun. fun. I, I poke fun, but it is fun. I've been it's to a fun. Chicago MLS game. It's a good game. time. It's definitely yeah. a smaller environment. When you've been to yes. NHL, NBA, MLB, have you been to a live NBA game before? 
Yes, I've been to a Heat game. Okay, all right. Yep. You got to go to more. There's the the ones that I don't know what it was like when you went and saw the Heat, but the ones in LA are pretty pretty hysterical with the the shooting of the fires and the flames and the. I would love to go, but they are and... by far the most expensive tickets of any. Clippers, you can get a pretty decent deal on, especially okay. when they're not playing well. You can go and they play at the same arena. It was the yes. crypto crypto arena or some bullshit until cryptocurrency is taking a fucking is it not crypto anymore is it done already i don't know but they they were gonna call it the crypt yes it was called that but they the cryptocurrency people whatever bullshit said no they said oh live at the crypt live at the crypt they said no that sounds badass why would you not want that is it the connotation of the crypts yeah oh i guess i hadn't thought about that or just like death in general but like you know, I mean, the, there was the Washington Bullets, but who gives a shit? Yeah, the Crypt Keepers. The Crypt Keepers. But Brandon, what's going on with these Mets? They won two of three against the Angels, like I said, but are now about to drop a series to the Brewers. Tyler McGill leaves today. Oh, with a little shoulder discomfort, Brandon. That's not something you want to see, even though you got Scherzer throwing three innings in a simulated game. The rumor is DeGrom's coming back at the latest by the All-Star break, so things are starting to turn around. But Brandon... What's going on with these Mets? How is the week with the Mets? You know, I don't think it looks as bad, but the Braves went on that streak makes the Mets look like they're struggling, yeah. even though they're not really. They're not playing as well as they did the first few months, mm-hmm. but they're doing fine. They play, yeah. The Mets have had a very difficult schedule. Like The Angels yeah. are probably the easiest team they play. They're playing, playing the Brewers now. They're tied 4-4 as we they speak. They are. I was just checking on that. Yeah, tied 4-4 as we speak, so hopefully they can pull out the series win, especially with the Braves off and Phillies winning. Um I just think they need Max and and Jake back. It doesn't look good. McGill just came back from an injury, a bicep injury, and now his shoulder's bothering him. Just a bad sign for, Not a good for sign. our guy. Not a good but, sign. But um, they're doing fine with like David Peterson and Trevor Williams filling in, but they need Max and Jake back ASAP. Yeah. And I think they can tread water until then. Max is going at a freakish pace. Yeah. He's really, really, really accelerating through the rehab program, it yes. seems like. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm not terribly worried. Lindor has been kind of bad in the middle of the Mets lineup yeah. right now. It's been yeah. since he, he fractured his finger in L.A. at a hotel door. But I, I don't, I'm, not too, I'm not too worried. I feel like this Mets team is still different. And I feel like there, there's... You know, there's a lot of dog in their heart, as people say. Oh, they like, got the dog in them. They got the dog in them. You seen that meme going around? Twitter yes, a lot? I've seen it. They do. <laughs> they got the dog in them. They got the. They're built different, Brandon. They're, they're built, built different. different. They're not the Wilpon Mets. They got no. the dog in them. They got the dog in them. <laughs> um, but no, the uh, I feel fine. The Mets need Scherzer and Degrom back, um, and also they just need more consistency from people like Lindor and Eduardo Escobar. And I'm kind of complaining. I know you as a Marlins fan are probably like, shut the fuck up because the Mets have the best average, I think, in the National League. Yes, we'll get to that. Yes. <laughs> but, shut the uh, fuck up part, I mean. <laughs> but yeah, obviously we just need, we need just a little more consistency, I think, from, from Lindor, especially in the middle of the lineup. Um, and the bullpens bother me too. I think it's just, the Mets are going to also be in the market for a bullpen armor too because the Mets have had a few losses that have just gone totally out of hand if their starting pitcher doesn't go deep. Yeah, no, that makes so. a lot of sense. And especially when you've got these young guys coming up from AAA or just dudes that are a little older, like Cookie, like, you know, they're not going to mm-hmm. be throwing 115 pitches a game. You know what I mean? They're going to sure. be eating five innings and hoping that the bullpen can take care of the rest of the game. Um, yeah, I thought by now the Mets would have done some Mets shit and they kind of have a little bit, but nothing's really thrown them off their course. Like the injuries, I mean, we like we've said a million times on the show, we don't we don't wish injuries upon any team or anybody, um, injuries didn't really derail them. The Lindor finger thing didn't really derail them. I feel like there's another one that I'm forgetting. Um, they had some bases clearing with the Cardinals, I remember, this year. I'm trying to think what else happened. 
Yeah, I don't anything that that's been like injury bug. The Mets have pretty much over overcome. I know, yeah. obviously, it's adding up. So, like I said, we need Max and Jake back to sort of deter the fire that is the, yeah. all the pitchers going down. But no, I mean, the, it's they're built different. They're built different. They got different. the dog in them. They got the, they're, the they're, dog in the heart. And we're two months into the season, and I feel like if this were going to start to be uh, start to become an anomalous performance, the beginning of the year was starting to become an anomaly as as far as the rest of their season goes. And we would have started to see it by now. And we just haven't, man. We just haven't. These Mets are still kicking. They're still alive. They're not going anywhere. Still got four games up in the division. We'll see what happens with these. I mean, they're they're facing the powerhouse that is the Miami Marlins. The Braves are playing the Cubbies. Anything could switch by the end of the weekend, Brandon. We'll see how it goes. Um, But I I would be confident if I were a Mets fan. And frankly, I had to throw them down on the bottom because this feels like the only time on our rundown where the Mets could be the... The final sure. ticker item and not the opening the opening thing because of how they've been playing so yeah I'm hip so to well it late. yeah you're hip to it you're hip to it so yeah what's your uh, what's your feeling you think that they're gonna uh, they're gonna remain I, on top for the rest of the season or you think the Braves are I, I mean no eventually? the Braves are a serious threat man and and the Mets have 15 more games against the Braves there's That's 15 point. more games so I think it's gonna be a similar to a 1999-2000 battle between these two teams oh yeah um, and it's gonna be Iconic. exciting and they're probably gonna be some absolutely you know heart-wrenching and <laughs> and triumphant uh wins and losses for yes. both of these teams i have a absolutely. feeling I, absolutely. so i think, I think it the, could i think this braves win streak is has really put them in a great position and, and made this division more interesting than it was in previous weeks yes the theater is not over brandon the theater is not over um when we come back we'll have feast or famine to grom a week feast fan questions in the upcoming schedule but first here's a little ad read <laughs> Today's episode of NL Feast is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K. That's spelled like sports drink without the vowels. All he asks is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. Oh, Brandon, what an epic ad read for our network sports so good, drink. Dude. So good, right? So good. We're just natural talents. They thing. got the dog in their heart at sports drink. They got the dog in them. You bet your ass they do. But, Brandon, we got to go to a little segment called Feast or Famine. Now, if this is your first time listening to the show, you would assume that this would have some sort of musical accompaniment, but it doesn't. doesn't. But if it did, it would sound like... Dun, 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 Feaster <laughs> How have we kept this up? This bit seemed funny and it's now it's for it. us. Yeah, I've done it 15 times in a row and I'm sure the audience hates it. And we're it. tired and low energy. And we're tired and low energy, Brandon, because I think I'm going to want to talk a little bit about this famine. Why don't you take the feast away for the boys and girls and Spencer Strider's Sliders, baby. Yeah. Open <laughs> open up the slider shop at uh, at Truist Park. Uh, baby Spencer Strider with his beautiful mustache, he's crushing it. Eleven Ks in five and two thirds innings. God, he's been he's been kind of the man for the Braves, starting a bit now. Yeah, he's just in the bullpen. A lot of the Braves fans were clamoring for him to start. One point oh five WHIP, two point four five ERA. So the Braves beast. just pushing out some good good pitching once again. I actually, so I have him in both of my fantasy leagues. Whoa, okay, brag. 
I have them in the one that, that we're in. Yes. And I have in my ESPN one. The one that we're in, I actually recently traded Mr. Spencer Strider because I... A trade? A trade occurred. Wow. And, and I'm, I immediately regret it, but... Uh, and here's why, because I, I had no catcher basically because I had Mike Zanino who was been yeah, mostly bad and went went on the IL yeah. and uh and I had um I had no saves whatsoever. I just didn't okay. have any real relief okay. pitcher. So I got Corey Kniebel and <laughs> <laughs> immediate mistake. Immediate and I knew mistake. I was like I, th- I I'm hopeful. I'm like he's a good pitcher like he's yeah, going to turn yeah, it around. He'll turn it around. Immediately yeah. one implosion. Yeah. Not no longer the closer. <laughs> and I got Gary Sanchez which is you know, you don't want him really on your major league team, but he's good for fantasy. Yeah, he's he the puts top up some good power stats I got for sure. Trey Mancini who's having a great year. Hey, that's awesome. Wow, you got a big return for Spencer back. Mm, it wasn't who'd just you, him. Who'd you I tra- traded to Austin Riley too. Wow, dude, for one pitcher? What? Oh, wait, you traded Spencer Strider traded and Austin Riley, Austin Riley for, for those Trey three. Mancini. Okay, gotcha. Yes. And I kind of uh, regret it now, just alone for the Corey Kniebel. Yeah, part. And that's Spencer not a Strider good kind of. Uh, Did they come out and say specifically that he was no longer going to be closing for them? I think Rob Thompson did say that. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> That's brutal. And I'm sorry, dude. Uh, my fault. Uh, my friend, Peter. Ah, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Friends, a friendly trade between two friendly friends. Trade. Yes. Friendly trade. That happens He's in first. He's only ahead of you. So really, I helped your direct competition in our league. That's brutal. That <laughs> Don't do that. I got to be paying attention to the transaction wire a little bit more. Brandon, the famine of the week is the Marlins injury bug. It's all coming to a head right now. Edward Cabrera put on the 15-day IL. Jesus Lazardo moved from the 15-day to the 60-day IL re- uh, retroactively. Still haven't seen Wendell. Still haven't seen Brian Anderson. Pablo Lopez took a 100-mile-an-hour uh, shot off his right hand, his throwing hand, and left the game on Wednesday? No. This was against the Astros or the Phillies? It was the Astros. Okay. So this weekend. <laughs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, and yeah, it's just kind of piling up. You would have thought that a uh, position of strength and depth for the, for the Marlins was starting pitching. But with Trevor Rogers' regression, with Edward Cabrera on the IL now, with Lazardo on the IL now, with Pablo potentially missing some games, missing some starts. It's just not a good place to be, and this could not have come at a worse time. Now, good teams play through injuries. We were just talking about how the Mets lost their one and two starter and are still playing phenomenal baseball and are up in the division and are looking great and have been looking great throughout the entirety of these injuries. But something tells me the Marlins don't have that dog in them, Brandon. They don't have the dog in them. So mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen. But They've I, got uh, a Pekingese Chihuahua mix in them. Yeah, maybe. they got my cat Winona in them is what yes. they got. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of where it's at, Brandon. But... Enough with the bad news. We got some good news. And it's some Marlins good fish related. news. Good us some, news, maybe. Good, yeah, I'd say good us news. We got our Dagrama Doe. All right, Brandon. As, as some of you may have seen on Twitter, uh, I kind of shot my shot a little bit this week. and I, uh, I Were you boozing? I was not. When was this? Saturday? No, yeah. I was not boozing. No, I was not boozing. Um I was alone in my apartment. Apartment. My girlfriend was was working, and I had some time to kill. And I was exhausted from the weekend uh, or from the party on Friday, and just was kind of like taking it easy. And Miguel Rojas was uh, making a point to reply to anybody and everybody on Twitter, whether it was positive or negative. He was he got into a couple of little clapback arguments with some Marlins fans that weren't <laughs> weren't happy with his performances, and uh, and he had some positive interaction with a couple of Marlins people. But uh, I took that as an opportunity, Brandon, to say, "Shoot my shot. Let's see what you got." And I tweeted at Miguel Rojas and said, hey, bud, if you ever want to come on NL Feast and hang out and talk, we're a silly little bunch. You'll have a good time. And he said, yes, I would like to do that, Brandon. 
He said he yes. He didn't say I Brandon. Like, he didn't no, say he Brandon. didn't say Brandon. No, and I was like, how did he know my co-host name? That's yeah. weird. Um, no, he said, hold on, I'm pulling the tweet up right now. He said, that will be something I would like to do. That, well, wow. that's something we'd like to do too, Miggy. So I slid into your DMs. You're a literal baseball player, so it makes a lot of sense if you're not, this is not something that you're, uh, you know, checking every day, checking all the time. You don't have the time for it, but uh, exciting nonetheless, Brandon. Is I, I think when you told me about this, I think I texted you and I was like, ask him to do it on the All-Star break. But then I was like, oh, is that rude? Because you were like, yeah. we know you're not going to be in the All-Star game. I thought about man. that too. Yeah. So there's a chance that this happens in October. So we'll see. Sure. We'll see. Maybe bring him on at the end of the year. I'll, I'll, I'll that keep... would be huge for us. That would be the biggest thing. That so would let's, truly let's be. Let's speak into existence, huh? Yes. It's going to happen and we're very And then he comes on and we go, what's Jazz's number? Because he's yeah. really who we want on. <laughs> hey, by the way, uh, any chance you can bring your boy Jazz on here? Um but yeah, Brandon, that's that. We're moving right along. We got Feast Fan Questions, our consistent everyday boy of the pot. Assuming or gender girl. here. Assuming gender here. That's on me. Assuming gender. Don't Just Marlins. At Just Marlins said, do either of you collect baseball cards? If so, what are your go-to this card you. series? This is all you, my man. This is me, but I want to kind of take this as an opportunity to plug one of our best off-season podcasts. It's uh, Evergreen Content and Just Marlins. If you can't get enough, the NLP show from what you've heard so far, Brandon and I opened up some baseball card packs during the off-season, talked about what we got. It was very cool. It was very fun. Um I haven't got bit by the bug this much this year because the Marlins had Jesus Sanchez and Jazz Chisholm as rookies last season. So that was a lot of an exciting players to go and chase. Um, and there's not really a lot of that going on. Wander Franco is obviously the number one rookie card to chase right now. I did buy a handful of Wander rookie cards and pulled a handful of Wander rookie cards just from Top Series 1. And the centering was noticeably off. They were definitely not PSA 10s, which significantly reduces the value of them. But they're still really fun cards to hold on to um, for a fun player. My favorite sets, and I'm going to say favorite because I think that they uh, strike a good balance of looks cool and is very affordable, is the Tops Inception series. It's almost like a little bit graffiti style. I've got a Jazz autograph rookie card and a Jesus Sanchez rookie auto patch in the Inception series. Um, I really get a kick out of... I, fuck, what is the name of that series called? The the old-timey one where you can pull, like, Jeff Garland. You can get, like, <laughs> like Kiba Ruiz in one card. Jeff Garland? Cards. Yeah, like, <laughs> Kim Ang was a card. I keep oh, forgetting. Gotcha. You can get animals. You can get, like, a, a bluefin tuna card. It's very funny. I, th- I get a kick out That's of those. That's fun. Um, and yeah, the classics, obviously, Topps Chrome is probably the most uh, sought-after series in all of baseball as of right now. But um, yeah, that's probably my answers, Brandon. Anything you'd like to <laughs> anything you'd like to touch on? I trust you. Whatever you said, I endorse. <laughs> it's your ringing endorsement. All right, why don't you read this next question for us? Eugene Stizlicky. Stizlicky? Yes, Stizlicky. At Mike Stizlicky. Is Mike his real name, or is Eugene his real name? It's Eugene you Michael Stizlicky. Oh, so, great but he goes by Mike, but his first name is technically Eugene. Okay, Mike Eugene. Um, he <laughs> Eugene said, Mike. "I got a good one." As a base, as baseball is a game of awesomely quirky scenarios. What mm-hmm. are your top three baseball plays? Example: no hitter, triple play, home run, rob, steal home, grand slam, gunned out at home, walk off, nasty curveball, K, etc. Rank based on rareness or aesthetic quality. Phenomenal question. Great one, Eugene. Great question. Uh, you want to start? Is there anything that that sticks out to you? To me, from from the examples that Eugene gave, a triple play is Chef's Kiss. I think. That was something I think that aesthetically, I aesthetically, I think rareness. I think that wins. I think that should be number one because skill it doesn't happen often. It needs to be the perfect scenario. It needs to be hit perfectly. The runners need to be not that fast. Yes. It's like it's it's perfect. So confluence yes, of factors have to. I all... think that's I think that's above any of the examples that he. They're all great, but like I think yes. 
to me, that's the coolest thing where you go, oh my God, someone that's like almost no hitter level. Yes. Yes. Especially from a defensive perspective. I mean, I remember once the Marlins had a triple play pulled on them and it was the cover of the sports section in the local newspaper the next day. That's how big yes. of a deal it was. Yeah, I remember it's... the Mets ended a game against the Phillies by hitting into a triple play. Oh, it's <laughs> incredibly brutal. That's brutal. incredibly brutal. That's the worst. Um, yes, I think, uh, I think I love a good diving center field catch. I think those yes. are really fun to look at. I think they're really great. I also really love a right field to third base gun out. I think that yes. those, like a Mookie Betts kind home. of player, a throw to home. I think that the third base being longer makes it cooler. If anybody True. can just like outfield wall to falling into the third baseman's glove. That's one of the most impressive things I, that I feel like you can see on a baseball field. Um, Steel home's great. Uh, love a curveball, but I feel like those those happen too much. I feel like a nasty curveball, you can watch sure. a Kershaw, an entire start, you'll see 30 of them. Um, not strikeouts, obviously, but... Yes. Um, yeah, so I think I agree with you. I think triple play is really great. I think um, the excitement of either a perfect game or no hitter on the line going into the ninth is really fun. Um, I think a... Uh... Yeah, perfect game no hitter. I feel like there that was not an example that that Mike Eugene gave us. Um but I I think perfect game would be number 1 actually for yeah. including that in there. Yes. Yes. Um it's more of an so impressive yeah. feat. Great questions. Great questions. Great question. All right, Brandon. The next one we have from at Spaghetti, a little Uncle Nino. Is that that's even a reference now that our oldest listeners probably barely remember? You so. got to be. I don't even know if Jess Marlins was was a fan. At that's that point. what I'm saying. We got to bring Uncle Nino back. But we got Uncle Nino saying, "Will the Braves please stop winning games now, Brandon?" I think both of us would appreciate that, but I don't think that's happening anytime soon. They can easily sweep the, this Cubs team. I yeah, mean, absolutely. What's I think it's more likely, yeah, it's more likely that the Braves are going to have a 17-game win streak than the Cubs are going to snap the Braves' 14, 15, or 16-game win streak. Yes, absolutely. I know they lost to the Padres today. You're right. So they did lose, right? Yeah. So it's a 10-game win streak now. 10-game. Yeah, I I don't think the Braves are going to slow down. They're not pitching well. And if if they're going against the Braves' offense, that's a recipe for pain. Absolute disaster. You're going to get smashed around. Um, Yeah, I think that that the Braves are not slowing down at all. (laughs) I think that they're I think they're not going to obviously go on 14 game winning streaks all the time, but I think that they are going to be taking series. I think they are going to be winning series. I think they're going to be sweeping series from here on out. Sports drink. Brandon, our network at sports drink without the now vowels without the vowels. Once again, baseball question mark. And to that, Brandon, I say, of course, once again, baseball, (laughs) once again, baseball. If you guys want us to do a basketball podcast, I'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. I'll, we'll do a, pick a, I'll do a Seattle Supersonics one. We'll figure it out. They're not around anymore, but we'll do it. <laughs> we'll just run down old, great Supersonics players and old, great... Uh, you, you know what's funny? They're pro- we probably do okay in the Seattle area if we're like, hey, we That's have actually, own- We might have draw a bigger listenership doing that than we do the yes. NLE's podcast. Uh, how, I don't know how you tap into Seattle Sonics Twitter, though. I don't know what, what happens that, that you're able to do that, right? You got to get in Mariners uh, Seahawks Twitter. Yes, that's Kraken Twitter. Yes. You got to get in tra- Kraken crack, Twitter. Kraken yeah. Twitter. Or the Sounders Twitter. We're Sounders MLS. Twitter. We're talking wow. MLS. Let's get that. Brandon, we got upcoming schedules for our favorite NL East teams. Why don't you lead the way and tell us what to expect? The Mets and Fish will play for the first time this, this year. Sam will be at Game 1, possibly and Pablo ga- Lopez. And, and Game 4 guaranteed. Those are the two I know I'm going to. I don't know about Saturday and Sunday. Ooh, fun. Look at this. Sam's going to see the Marlins get swept. Uh, I'm, just <laughs> keep, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, Mets are playing the Marlins. And then they're going to be going to Houston for the Astros. That'll be a fun, fun uh, series. Braves playing the Cubbies, as we've already said. But then they finally play a team above 500, the Giants. Back at home, Philly's uh, playing the Nats, and then they're going to Texas for to play the Rangers. 
Uh, after the Mets, Marlins are playing the Rockies at home. I feel like everyone's played the Rockies recently. Yes. Um, after the Phillies, Nationals are playing the Astros at away. Is that right? Because the How Mets are also right? playing. They're also playing at Astros. Sam. Hmm. There is something hmm. weird going on where the Nationals and Phillies are playing five games. So oh, okay. I think that after the, I think the Nationals and Phillies play out this entire weekend. Maybe the Nats are. Hold I don't on. Know, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, and I'm starting to doubt myself. I know that the oh, Mets are the boy. team. I know, oh, no. I know that the, I know oh, that the uh, Mets are definitely playing the Astros. It's the Orioles. I fucked up the Orioles Tuesday, Wednesday. Orioles. Ah, yes. So, all right, my bad, Brandon. Which series? That's actually if you could pick a series you wouldn't want. Nationals, to watch the most, Orioles. Nationals, Orioles, right? <laughs> Two of the, the worst Beltway teams in series is not what I'm looking for. Not right what now. you're looking for. What are you looking for, though, Brandon? Um, I like Mets Marlins. I like the Samden the Samden the series. Samden series. That's great. I like that. Uh, Mets and Mets at Astros is fun. Uh, Phillies at Rangers. Braves at Giants. I think those Braves, are the ones Giants. I'm, I think I'm Braves stoked Giants is, for. Yeah, Braves Giants is the one I'm looking forward to. Can the Marlins win a series at home against the Rockies? Hopefully so. I feel like the season kind of went downhill after uh, after that a couple, a couple Rocky series where there were some blown games, but. Um, and then Nationals Astros, Brandon. That's a series that I'm looking forward to. Can't wait to watch the Nationals. Nationals Astros. have to be like, come on, man. They have to be like, are you kidding me? You've skipped us eight weeks in a row about any topic. You've alienated any DC fans that you have. But we know game. why, because we're only playing teams that have a 600 winning percentage. Yes, absolutely. And we're, yeah, we're, we've won 11, not 11 total games, but it feels like it. All right, Brandon, no feature future fans this week. No reviews, no emails. Feel free to shoot an email to the pod <laughs> if you want to, nlfeastpod at gmail.com. I haven't quite cracked the password, remembered the password just yet, so uh, there could be, who knows, Brandon, there could be 40 questions and 40 emails when I finally unlock it at this rate. Who knows? Rate. Miguel Rojas could be like, hey guys, I really want to come on the podcast. What the hell? <laughs> How did you get our email address? <laughs> I listen to the <laughs> end know of Brandon? the show every so week. Um, yeah, uh, Brandon, where can the people find you? You can follow me at Brando Grosso on Twitter and or Instagram for... Great content for great content. <laughs> follow me at NL Feast Sam on Twitter. Follow the podcast at NL Feast on Twitter. I already told you about the emails, but if you leave five star reviews of our podcast on Apple Podcasts, we will read the reviews on air so long as they're not heinous. What else? Check out my band, Ugly Twin. Check out uh, the, our softball teams playing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we got to get a we got to get an all star game going between our East Coast and West Coast softball teams. Dude, Brandon. let's meet in Chicago. Let's yeah, make it happen. we'll see if we can rent Wrigley Field. All yeah. right, Brandon. Anything else before we get out of here? Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs>